Our darkness falls as chills abound Just when you felt all safe and sound His heart is losing their bloody minds As their hard work turns on evil eyes Tis worse than nightmares, tis worse than fears As artists cry horrific tears Welcome to Art World Horror Stories <laughs> Welcome to Art World Horror Stories a podcast about the dangers of working in the arts, featuring real-life stories from the artists who survived to tell us their tale. Scared yet? I am. I mean, how could you not be after that? And it's art world horror stories. Let's just start there. Like, that alone, that notion, that idea, that concept alone scares me. I have sweaty palms right now. My heart rate is elevated. Sweating on my brow. And it's real because it's real. You know, if this was just some fantasy, some made up campfire story or the new sequel to Halloween, I mean, you know, we know those things are imaginary, right? But in this case, these are real life, true stories that have happened to people in the art world, either because it was done to them, they were wronged, or maybe they wrong themselves somehow, made a dumb decision, or maybe it was just bad luck. Shit happens, right? Bad things happen to good people, right? I mean, if we learned anything in 2020, I think we learned that. You could do everything right, and then all of a sudden, a global pandemic hits, and you lose your art gallery, or you lose sales. I mean, art world horror stories are very real. People can do us wrong. We can make mistakes and shit can happen. And we've got a lot of stories lined up for you this month, the month of October, the month of Halloween, my favorite holiday. I may be wearing a costume right now. You, you know, how would you know? I like it. It's my evil Knievel costume. I like wearing my evil Knievel costume. Art world horror stories. They're real. You're going to hear them through the month. We're going to hear from different artists, different arts professionals about things that have happened to them either by their own hand or others, or just bad luck. However, today is the first day, the first edition of our new segment, Art World Horror Stories. And I thought it appropriate to kick off this new segment with a personal story. Something that happened to me that I will share with you as a warning to watch your back. As a warning to expect the unexpected. As a warning to always be on your toes and not let down your guard because just when you think everything is looking rosy, shit can happen. The worst can happen. People can die. And in fact, people did die in my story. True story. Tragic, tragic story. And it was a long time ago. It was 2014 and things were looking up. Things were looking up for me. Things were, were very exciting. I had a dream project. We had a dream project here at Crew West Studio that we were so excited about. It was sort of a lifelong dream that we had been working on, and it was all coming together until disaster. What was this dream, you ask? Well, we here at Crew West Studio have always dreamed of 
painting a jumbo jet, a transatlantic jetliner, if you will. And we always felt like the best company to partner with on this particular endeavor would be Virgin, Virgin Airlines, Virgin Atlantic Airlines. If we could only get to Richard Branson somehow, some way, we just knew that he would love this idea that we had. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, did we get close. But close doesn't count, does it? Close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, right? But this was one of those things that just seemed to be coming together. We were thrilled at how it was all happening. As you know, as you may know, we're based here in Los Angeles, Crew West Studio, and we often find ourselves at interesting industry-related, entertainment industry-related events. And one night I found myself at a function and met this wonderful human being called Pippa Lambert. Pippa at the time was an agent at a agency called ICM. Look them up. They're the real deal. And she was based in London. And we started chatting. And as you do at networking functions, right? You start chatting about your business and what you do. And I was, of course, intrigued about Pippa's role as an agent working in London. And she was intrigued by Crew West Studio here in Los Angeles and the work that we were doing in the arts. She happened to be a big fan herself of graffiti and street art and really had an affinity and appreciation for what we were doing and why we were doing it and everything we'd done. And so she said in passing, well, we should try to find a project to work on together. And I said, absolutely. That would be phenomenal. And so we started talking and emailing back and forth. And long story short, we realized that Pippa had a connection to Virgin Atlantic. In fact, she worked with Richard Branson's son, who had a production company in the UK at that time. I believe it was called Red Dog Productions, Red Dog Pictures. And I had the chance to pitch my idea to Pippa for Virgin. And she loved it. She loved it. What was the concept? Well, The concept was given Virgin's global presence and given their presence across any number of industry sectors, whether it's planes, it's trains, it's magazines, it's music, it's consumer products. I mean, they're everywhere, right? And I said, well, I think that we need to, and remember, this is 2014. It's a long time ago. I said, I want to organize a global art competition where Virgin would sponsor a call for artists to submit certain designs that they would like to see on the Virgin Atlantic 747, the double decker, the big one. And that we would have consumers, people that are riding on their trains and planes and reading their magazines and buying their products, we would have them vote on their favorite designs. And so each region, each continent would have a winner. And of course, we would be filming this and we'd be recording this. And 
and, and making a some kind of unscripted lifestyle reality show out of it that would air, of course, exclusively on Virgin Jets, right? And then once the winners were identified from Africa and South America and North America and Asia and China and all their major markets, a jet would fly from Paris to London to New York to Melbourne to Shanghai and then back around to London. So just circling the globe and it would stop. And in each of these locations, that winner from that country or that city would then paint their portion of the jet. And then the jet would fly to the next place. And then those artists would paint their portion of the jet. And by the time it got all the way around the world, back to London, the jet would be painted in its entirety, filming the whole thing. And it would land back in London with great fanfare, great spectacle. And it would be a game changer for these artists it would be a global and ex- uh, dynamic and exciting global arts competition and program. It would be huge for the Virgin brand because something like this would be making news all over the world. They would make sure of that. And so this was my pitch to Pippa. She loved it. We took it to her client, Richard Branson's son and his partner at Red Dog. They loved it. They love the pitch and things were heating up. We put together a fancy presentation. We were all very excited about it. And because of course we were in tight with Richard's son, we kind of knew the politics of the organization and we kind of knew how to handle this. And We started socializing the project a little bit, kind of advocating for the project a little bit with some of the key people in the organization so that hopefully when it got to the CEO, he would love it, right? And that's what we did. So for several weeks, a few months, we shared it carefully with a couple of few key people and they all loved it, loved it. Did I mention the budget for this was like millions of dollars? (laughs) We were going to do well. We were going to do well on this project. It was going to be, it was going to be wonderful because we go big or we don't go where we swing for the fences or we don't swing. Boy, were we excited. Everybody was excited. In fact, we got all the way to the CEO's desk. Our proposal, our pitch had cleared the political and bureaucratic corporate hurdles and our pitch made it to the CEO's desk and to his calendar. We literally had a meeting scheduled in London with the CEO of Virgin Atlantic to personally pitch our project, which by the way, he had been hearing a little bit about and hearing about how much everyone loved it and was excited to hear directly from us Didn't know all the details, but things were heating up. Things were looking good. We were feeling confident. We had been working on this for months. We had all the right players. Everything was aligned. We'd been doing everything right. And we were preparing 
to meet with the CEO of Virgin Atlantic to talk about doing a global arts program to paint a Virgin Transatlantic jumbo jet around the world with great fanfare for millions of dollars, making exclusive content out of it that would be available for watching on Virgin planes. I mean, this was a dream project, people. This was something we had been talking about for years, and here we were. We couldn't believe it. We were pinching ourselves. Is this really happening? It was really happening. It was literally happening. Little did we know, of course, that art world horror stories are real. Little did we know that just because you feel it and it seems positive and it's all going to happen, that guess what? There's no guarantees in life. There are no guarantees. Days before I was meant to fly to London that early November in 2014, tragedy struck in a very, very real way. Because on October 31st, 2014, Virgin Galactic was still in their experimental spaceflight testing of their ship that they were building to get into the space tours of business. They want to take well-heeled travelers to the outer limits of space or the, I guess, the limits of the planet and just outside the Earth's orbit. And so, as you can imagine, there were countless space flight tests that their pilots were were performing when they're on their, with their spacecraft. And tragically, much to our horror and much to the horror of every person at Virgin, from the CEO down to the janitor, everybody was devastated the day, October 31st, 2014, that the VSS Enterprise crash occurred. And... Spaceship Two broke up in flight. Co-pilot Michael Alsbury was killed and pilot Peter Seibold was seriously injured. It was a horrific day. It was a tragic day. Mothers lost sons. Children lost parents. Wives lost husbands. Families were devastated by this horrific event. Everybody at Virgin, Richard himself, down to the janitor, was devastated. Morale was at an all-time low. They had gone from literally flying high to the depths of sadness and depression because it was a horrific tragedy for all involved. All of the initiatives and all of the projects that are many of the initiatives and projects that Virgin was involved in were put on hold as people mourned, and rightfully so. People needed time to process and grieve and mourn. And so our project, our exciting, wonderful, fun, well-intentioned project to empower artists around the world to paint a Virgin Jet was put on hold. And in fact, 
permanently put on hold because it never was resuscitated. It never came back. It was, it took, of course, months and months and months and months before company morale started to improve at Virgin. And our project, no matter how well-intentioned or interesting or cool it was, was one of the casualties of this tragedy. And in spite of doing everything right, in spite of having all the right people excited about this project, in spite of having a plane ticket to London to pitch the CEO with this project, in spite of all the months of work, of all of the phone calls, emails, pitch deck designs, in spite of all that hard work, in spite of our pure intentions and our well-intentioned efforts, life happened. Life happens, doesn't it? Things happen. Pandemics happen. Tragedy strikes. Accidents occur. Disease happens. Climate change happens. Things happen that change the course of history and change the course of our reality. And sometimes it happens in the art world. And sometimes those stories are horrific and we end up with an art world horror story. And this was my art world horror story. This is my our world horror story. Well, it's the one I'm going to share with you today. I have more. I have others. But I wanted to share this one because this story was an example, is an example of how life happens. We make plans and the gods laugh. And just when you think everything is going well and you've done everything right, life happens. And I'm not complaining. I'm just letting you know to watch your back and beware and don't count your blessings too soon. Because while our dream project was destroyed, nothing can compare to the lives destroyed that day. Michael Alsberry, who died and perished, and Peter Seibold, who was so seriously injured and their families impacted by this. So their horror is all too real. These things have sort of collateral damage and unintended consequences, and we were part of that collateral damage. Our our dream project was part of it. So that's my Art World Horror Story. This is the truth. This is a real-life story that I wanted to share with you so that you can just be warned and beware to stay on guard, be vigilant, don't get cocky, watch your back, watch your flank, because our world horror stories are very real. Darkness falls as chills abound Just when you felt all safe and sound This heart is losing their bloody minds As their hard work turns on evil eyes Tis worse than nightmares, tis worse than fears As artists cry horrific tears Welcome to Art World Horror Stories <laughs> Thanks for listening to Art World Horror Stories. Please make sure to like this episode, write a review, and share it with your friends on social. Also, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Art World Horror Stories is produced by Crew West Studios in Los Angeles. Art World Horror Stories is edited by We Edit Podcast and hosted by Captivate. Our intro music was created by Dan Ubik and his team at Dan U Productions in Los Angeles. Our World Horror Stories will be back soon with another scary episode of real-life stories about the dangers of working in the arts.